You want to start with Ohio State. Number three, Ohio State hosting uh, Wisconsin. 18.5 point favorites, uh, Ohio State. You know Ohio State's 9-3 and three against the spread in their last 12 games against Wisconsin. Yeah, I believe it. It's just a bad matchup for Wisconsin. You know Wisconsin's DNA. They want to run the football and play good defense. The problem is they can play a lot of good defense against a lot of teams, but when you play Ohio State, you're playing against NFL quarterbacks, yeah, you are. wide receivers, running backs, offensive linemen, tight ends. And even though Jim Leonard's as good as it gets as a defensive coordinator, and again, Wisconsin as a defense, much like Iowa, they know their brand, they, their guys build into their system. But sometimes, Nick, you know, like a lot of people say, a lot of times your Jimmys and Joes beat X's and O's. And the Jimmys on Ohio State are a lot better than the Joes on Wisconsin. I'd probably lay it with the Buckeyes, man. I just, if Wisconsin doesn't get off to a quick start, if, if this game isn't like 7-3, 10-7, if they just aren't grinding out the game, there's no way they can come back on Ohio State. Their offense just isn't built like that. Um, like you said, nine and three against the spread. Ohio State is in their last twelve meetings, eleven and one straight up. The overs fourteen and eight in Ohio State's last twenty two games. They scored seventy seven points on Toledo last week. So I think they're they're starting to get a little mad that people are disrespecting them after the Notre Dame game when they didn't look too good to start. But they have Jackson Smith and Najigba back, who's the best receiver in college football, in my opinion. C.J. Stroud's still there at quarterback. I just think this is another get-right game for Ohio State. I, I don't see how Wisconsin can keep this game close because the Ohio State defense is much improved. D-line's good. The secondary's good. You know, I, I can't see Wisconsin keeping Ohio State out of, the, out of like, the mid-30s, and I can't really see Wisconsin getting into, like, the mid-teens, 17 or any, 14, anywhere like that. So I'd probably lay it with, with Ohio State tomorrow. Yeah, the, uh, this is the biggest spread, too. 18.5, 19.5, depending on which book you're looking at. BetMGM has it at 19.5. That is the biggest spread between these two teams uh, since... 1996, when it was 26 and a half, Ohio State was minus 26 and a half in that game. Wow! So this is this shows the sign of the times. So Ohio yeah. State, and then the rest of them. And right I now. think I saw this is like the first time in like 25, six games where Wisconsin isn't a favorite. So it just shows you like their brand of ball when they play against a lot of teams. Vegas loves them, but when you go against Ohio State, it's I mean it's like playing a different animal. It's Ohio State, Alabama, and I know Georgia is the number two team in the country, but it just feels like. It's still Ohio State, Alabama, and the rest of them right yeah, now. Well, yeah, I mean, Georgia looks really good, too. But Ohio State, again, with just especially offensively. There's more talent offensively with Ohio State oh, and no with question. Alabama than what you're going to have at Georgia, and that's the difference. Georgia's defense looks similar, but it's impossible for them to look like they did last year where they got, they sent half of their defense to the NFL and they were holding teams to single digits week in and week out. So you expect them to be close to, but not the same, obviously, defensively. But yeah, offensively is what sets Ohio State apart with, I mean, just maybe the best quarterback in college football. Yeah. One of the best running backs. Yeah. I mean, they've the got a backfield with a couple too. of talent. And then, then the receiver core is just so loaded. Yeah. I mean, last year they had Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, and Jackson Smith and Jigba. All three of those guys will be first-round picks. So it's just an embarrassment of riches. They're, they have the best one-two running back punch in college football as well. And again, I think that Notre Dame game was really eye-opening for them, mm -hmm. the way they struggled in that. They scored 77 points last week. Something's clicking. Nick, you got to remember, there's no preseason in college football, so sometimes these teams, it takes them a week or two to get going. And then once week three, week four comes around and they start to get some reps under their belt, then they start looking like the team that 
people expect. It's almost like the Patriots used to do with Tom Brady uh, in their prime, where they would treat like the first two weeks of the regular season in the NFL as, yeah, we're going to almost treat this like preseason. And then they start clicking as as it goes on. So, yeah, Ohio State, I expect to roll on that. I like Ohio State to cover as well. I'm laying the points with Ohio State. Uh, Maryland at number four, Michigan in that one. Uh, We're close to Terps country where our studios are right here. Michigan, a 17-point favor. That total set at 64 and a half. Nick, and and again, I don't like laying big favorites, but you and I watched a lot of Maryland football. I've watched Maryland football my whole life. They're going to get smacked in this game. Speak for yourself. I can't watch them play football anymore. Lay the 17 with Michigan. Uh, You know, Mike Loxley, he's sort of gotten the Terps over the hump of starting season 3-0. They always start fast. Like week one, week two, Maryland's good for like 70 points every year. Week three would usually be their kryptonite. The last couple of years, they've gotten over that hump. They had a nice win over SMU. The problem is now they have to go play the big boys. Now they have to play Michigan. This Michigan offense might be the best Harbaugh's had since he's been there. The the receivers that he has is great. He has two good quarterbacks. He has good running backs. The O-line's good. I just don't see how Maryland's defense is going to stop that offense. And, you know, Maryland's offense has some pieces. I do think they'll be able to score on Michigan. You're being so nice. The problem is... I like is, how you did that. You just, you're just you know, so, so trying, nice. They've got some pieces. They've got some pieces. Baby Tua, Rakeem Jarrett, Dante Demas. They got some guys over there. The problem is, Nick, when Maryland gets into games where the other team is so good and they feel pressure to score with them, that's when Talia starts forcing the ball. They start having turnovers. And I watched that SMU game last week. They still do the dumb, same dumb stuff that they do with the penalties and the turnovers. Michigan's going to eat them alive. Minus 17. I know it's one of the most popular plays of the week, but I still like it. I'd take the Wolverines. Yeah, Maryland's 0-6 against the spread against AP-ranked teams since the start of 2020. They just can't beat ranked hey, opponents. It's just not, no. look, it's just not a good program. And they're 0-4 against the spread as a double-digit underdog since the start of last year. So there's not a lot leaning in Maryland's direction other than also Michigan is a much better team <laughs> than, than what Maryland is right much now. So better team. if you needed any reinforcement on that, that was what, you know, you could just look at that as well. And that, that would certainly help the case. So yeah, I also like Michigan to cover in that up pretty easily there. You're finding that from about 16 and a half to 17. Bet MGM's got it at uh, Michigan at minus 17. Wake Forest and Clemson. I'm actually really excited about this yeah. game because this one right here, you obviously, like, Wake Forest is one of the surprise teams already this year. They're 3-0. and Clemson's 3-0. and Clemson's a seven-point favorite on the road. The total's at 55 and a half there. Big thing for Wake Forest, you know, you get your starting quarterback back, which makes a huge difference for them. Big time. Sam Hartman, thankfully he's back and he's okay. And, uh, you know, they had a tough game with Liberty last week. They just escaped that one, winning 37 36, probably a little look ahead to this matchup with Clemson. Under Dabo Sweeney, though, I mean, the Tigers have just dominated this matchup. He's never lost to him. He's 13-0. Wake, however, they're 11-1 in their last 12 home games. They're a good team at home. The problem is, matchup-wise, stylistically, I just think it's an awful matchup for Wake Forest. Their offense, what they do is they run this slow-mesh offense. So a lot of teams... In college football, NFL, they run a zone read, right? And it's just a quick reaction whether the quarterback gives it to his back or he keeps it. Wake Forest will hold that mesh point for a good, like, two, three seconds. And Clemson just has NFL D linemen in their front four that are going to blow up that mesh point. It's going to be tough going for them. And Wake's a team that likes to win games in the 30s and the 40s. Clemson's defense is too good to score that many points against. I I just think it's a bad matchup. I probably would lay it with Clemson minus seven. Now, the fact that this was at seven and a half and now it's down to seven, there is some money coming in on Wake Forest. People do like them tomorrow. 
but I just I, I still think Clemson's the right side. Their offense still hasn't looked good. It wasn't good last year, hasn't looked good yet this year, but I still think they're the right side at minus seven. If I had a play, it would be to go with Clemson. Yeah, we were talking about uh, not being able to beat AP-ranked opponents, yeah. right, with Maryland. Wake Forest has lost 62 consecutive games outright against AP top 10 teams. 62. The longest streak in the poll era. That's, That's a trend right there. That is a nugget. 62. 62 that's like, straight losses outright. That's that's incomparable. Like, I can't believe that's 62. That's a lot. I do kind of like the over in this game as well, 55 and a half. Yeah. Clemson's offense was so bad last year, and they were still able to score in the 40s against this Wake Forest team. And I think either way you look at it, you know, Nick, a lot of times in college football, NFL, you look at spreads. And sometimes the spread correlates to the over-under. So if you like a certain team, you might like the under or you might like the over. I think either way this game goes, if you like Clemson to cover the spread, they're going to get into the 40s because Wake's defense is no good and Wake's still probably going to get into the 20s. And vice versa, if Wake's going to keep it close and within the number, then it's going to be a shootout with Clemson. So I think either way, the the over probably should be closer to like 60 points. Instead, it's a 55 and a half. So I like the over as well. Yeah, as long as that doesn't move, that's a solid number. Mm-hmm. I, actually, I took the over, and I like Clemson to cover in this as well. It's it's going to be one of those games where, and we're going to start seeing this in the NFL as well, right, where you get the whole, okay, we've gotten a small sample size. Now here's the first real chance to see you stacked up against a team that's a lot more competitive, right? Like the Giants. You talk about what the Giants have had the first couple of weeks. Okay, we beat like the Panthers last week, right? That's fine. And they're like, they're running the football, but let's see what they start to look like. Not against the Cowboys, but you know, moving forward. And I thought Vikings Eagles was going to be an NFC East or, you know, an NFC title game preview. I mean, maybe one of those teams is going to go into the NFC championship game. That would be the Eagles, not the Vikings, what we saw. But now you're getting an opportunity here to see like, what is Wake Forest? Are they a team that deserves to be ranked? Are they a team that is, is that three and O a situation where it's masking who they really are? Or do they match up with Clemson? Who's look comes in with even better expectations this year. Last year. It's funny because last year Clemson wins 10 games and you're like, that's a down year for them. Like that's, that's what that program is. And it was a down year. Quarterback play was massively inconsistent and, you're expecting them to be obviously the fifth ranked team in the country. You're expecting them to go out, look like the fifth ranked team in the country and show Wake Forest that Wake Forest just isn't on their level yet. So this is an opportunity for Wake to go out there and at least bare minimum, look, you keep this game close. They cover Wake Forest can at least cover in this game. I think that's a big statement for them. hundred percent. Totally agree. It's a great point. You bring up about the rankings too. Cause is this at this point in the season too, especially when we're getting into conference play, all these rankings are, it's just a reflection of last season. Wake Forest made it to the ACC championship game and they brought their quarterback back. That's why they're number 21. We don't really know how good this team is. And Clemson's number five because, like you said, Clemson's been one of the most stable programs really over the last decade. And it's just respect out of them and all the talent they have and Dabo as a coach. But this game is going to tell us a lot about both teams and where both teams are at at this point in the season. Clemson also 1-8 and eight against the spread in the month of September. I love the random, talk about random trends. But what that does tell me is a lot of times they get off to slower starts in a season and games are closer than what you'd expect until they start to get a rhythm and the team kind of figures out, you know, with any of the new faces that are there over the years, if that's right. the case. I mean, that's going back to 2020. So you got a couple of years there, at least for sample size. A couple of years. Plus, they also lay a lot of big numbers. So They do. They Could also be some do. backdoor covers. There's in there. also the backdoor <laughs> covers when they're resting everybody in the fourth quarter. Exactly. And that happens. 